0: A new day has come to the city of Rockford, Illinois. At the grand piano in the dining area, Daphne is sitting at a table having a cup of tea and reading over the morning edition of the Rockford Register Star on her iPad. As she takes a sip of her tea, Marsha walks over to her table.
1: Good morning, Daphne. I thought that was you across the room.
0: Daphne smiles politely as she shuts her iPad off and also takes off her reading glasses.
2: Good morning, Marcia. It's been a long time. That it has. And if it's OK with you, i like to sit. And
1: hopefully we can catch up.
2: Hmm. Don't let me stop you.
0: At Levings Park, Jacqueline and Sebastian walk over to a bench. Both of them have a cup of to-go coffee in hand.
3: Dad, I'm so glad I finally got the chance to see you.
0: Same here. Looks like you're doing well these days.
3: I take it mom hasn't told you about what happened to me yesterday.
4: Ah, well, she told me about Devin's fight at
0: school a few days ago. Did he get into another dust-up?
3: No, thank God.
0: Then what happened to you now?
3: I ran into Derek. He's back in town temporarily, but nonetheless, the past just came flooding back and it wasn't exactly a beautiful reunion.
0: Jacob's winery, in the CEO office, Lewis is standing over by his desk flipping through photographs of wine bottle designs for a new chardonnay that his company hopes to release next spring.
4: None of these,
0: none of these is going to work.
4: God, I wish my team wasn't this out of touch. We need a bottle? Scream!
0: <sighs> Suddenly, Lewis becomes rather light-headed. He lets out a deep breath, but it doesn't seem to work. Lewis then rushes over to his desk and grabs onto it tightly. In the process, he drops the photographs to the floor. What the hell is happening to me? Meanwhile, outside of the CEO office, the elevator doors open and Gwen steps off of the elevator. She then notices the door slightly ajar. Gwen then smiles and walks over to the door. Grandad, it's me. Gwen then notices Lewis in his terrible state. A look of shock falls upon her face as she rushes over to him.
5: Grandfather, what is going on? Oh, quite What's happening? What? I- 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 I'm- I'm, I, I'm fine. I don't know what's happening right now, but you don't look fine. Want going to call Jackie? No, no. Don't make this a thing. A thing? I came here to take you out for breakfast, but I- Seeing you in this state is so confusing to me. I just got a little lightheaded. I just need to take a moment. Stop lying to me. I can see that something is wrong. I'm not
0: stupid, grandfather. What is going on? Tell me right now. At Rockford General Hospital in Dr. Foster's office, Dr. Foster and George sit down across from one another. Dr. Foster then opens up a notepad and clicks a pen. Good morning, Mr. Kaplan.
4: Morning, Dr. Foster. And, and please call me George.
6: Certainly. So what brings you to my office today?
4: Well, we, we've met once before.
6: Yes, I know. But that was almost a year ago. Here I thought you have given up on ever wanting to bring a baby into the lives of you and your wife. Has something changed on that front as of late?
4: I think so. That is why I'm curious to hear about
0: the hospital's adoption program
6: all right then well ask me anything and i will do my best to answer your questions
0: at the livingston home in the living room Derek is standing by the couch talking on his cell phone
7: i appreciate you fast tracking those distribution contracts mr rosenberg no it means a lot to me that you're staying on top of this look i gotta go but i will be sure to keep my email attached to the hip all day yeah you have a good day too bye now
0: As Derek hangs up from the call, Mitchell enters the room, having come from the kitchen.
8: Hello, son. Hey, Dad. I thought you were already at the station. Believe it or not, I left my wallet here, but I'm headed back there soon. Before I go, however, I overheard some of that phone call. Congratulations on getting closer and closer to closing that distribution deal. Thank you. Did you happen to hear the first part of that phone call? I did. Son... When were you going to tell me that you were staying in town for a few weeks, instead of the initial three days?
7: Well, I was going to tell you and Mom at dinner tonight.
8: And were you expecting your mother to tell Jacqueline? I don't think I was expecting anything. I just thought she would.
7: Anyway, they do work together. And maybe Mom will tell her in order to prepare her for seeing my face around town more.
8: Warning her would be wise. I heard about your running with Jacqueline at the hospital. I'm sorry it was unpleasant.
7: Me too. But it's not like I expected her to let me back into her life. I broke her heart, Dad. I broke her heart. I just met my son for the first time ever. And I am just hoping that before I leave town, I can be in a much better
8: place with her. You want to get to know your son, don't you?
7: I think I do, Dad. You know, I don't know why I've been resisting being a father to him all
8: this time. The scandal caused a lot of heartache for everyone involved, but it has been over a decade, son. I think it's time you stop running from your past. Maybe you're right about that. Maybe it's time I stop
7: running and just take a moment to catch my breath.
0: At the Sunset Shore Hotel in Narissa suite, Narissa is standing in front of a mirror putting on some red lipstick. Upon hearing the knock at the door, Narissa closes the tube of lipstick and then walks over to the door.
6: Well, wow. hello, hubby. We need to talk. Right now. Look, Frank, I'm sorry about yesterday, but I felt as though I needed to finally lay eyes on Daphne. Up until this point, I've only had a dossier on her.
5: Daphne's family owns one of the largest wineries in Illinois. You own another of the largest wineries in You wanted me to win Daphne over and marry her in order to take over her company in a nasty divorce.
6: Narissa, getting her shares takes time. It's not something that can happen overnight. I know that. I'm well aware of our plan. And honey, you're good at this. We've done this sort of thing before. But this is different. Jacob's Winery is not like that old lady in New York we ripped off two years ago.
5: I know that this is a bigger company. But, Narissa, you've got to let me do my thing. You've never interfered in our plans when I take over home.
6: Why are you doing it now? I guess I'm getting nervous because of how big this winery is.
5: Well, you need to calm down. Come back down to Earth. Don't forget the kind of woman you are. Trust me, I won't. Could have fooled me.
6: I've got this. Then prove it. Same to be said for you. Look, I might be moving too fast, but you need to move faster. We need to get something going here. I am. Daphne and I are having our re-wedding of sorts in less than five
5: weeks. Her whole family will be there. It will be the occasion that I've been waiting for. And then, one month after that, I'll slip in for the kill. By the end of the year, I'll be able to potentially bring you those shares. So, you see, the plan is moving at a good
6: pace. Fine. You better get going. I know that Daphne got suspicious of your whereabouts last time. That's the only reason I stopped by the house.
0: Love you. I
6: love you, too. Oh, Franklin. I can't believe you think that the only reason I had stopped by Daphne's home yesterday was to save you for having to come up with some lousy excuse about your whereabouts. (sighs) There is something more to this plan. Much, much more. But don't worry. My darling. (laughs) All will be revealed soon.
0: Back at the grand piano in the dining area.
1: You and your new husband seem to be rather happy.
0: We
2: are.
1: Congratulations on your new marriage. Jacqueline tells me he's a real
2: charmer. That he is. But look, Marcia, I don't mean to cut you off. However, I feel as though you didn't sit down at my table to make small talk. You're right.
1: I didn't. Daphne, I think you know why I sat down at your table. I mean, after all these years, we still have not talked about... worked out our differences over my son getting your
2: daughter pregnant when they were teenagers. Marsha, what do you want me to say? You are at my mother's funeral. I thank you for that. And I also thank you for taking care of Devin while I lived in Paris.
1: We were the best of friends though. You know we haven't been the same since Devin was born. You remain closer friends with your ex-husband and Mitch. I can't take this anymore, Daphne. I know we got close again when your mom died, but we're still not the same, Daphne.
2: And that's where you're right, Marcia. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I know that my feelings from when Jacqueline got pregnant were a lot for you to take in, but you sent your son off to boarding school. You left my daughter to fend for herself that's why we've never been the same and even though you've been there for my daughter and my grandson it has always been hard for me to forgive you for the fact that you sent your son away before he had time to raise devon with Jacqueline.
1: looking back i should have let my son stay in this town
2: but that was a joint decision between me and my husband and it was a joint decision between me and sebastian at the time to be upset about your son getting a free pass while my daughter stayed here in this town. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. Marsha, I, I just... No. Don't worry about it. Have a good day, Daphne. You too, Marcia.
0: Back at Leving's Park. Sweetheart, I am so sorry that you and Derek had a painful encounter.
3: Thanks, but... I don't know if it was even possible for us to have a good reunion. I mean, that man has been away ever since our son was born. He abandoned me when I needed him most.
4: And with Devin's behavioral issues, it made his absence even worse.
3: Exactly. I better get back to the hospital. I have a lot to do for my patients from that bus crash that happened a few days ago.
0: I heard about that. What a tragic event.
3: My thoughts exactly.
0: Before you go, however, uh, can I ask you a question?
3: Of course you can, Dad. What's up?
0: What do you think of your mom's new husband?
3: You want me to tell you my opinion about Franklin?
0: You know how much I care about your mother.
3: Yeah... I mean, there's not much to say. I've met the guy once. He seems nice. He and Mom seem to be very happy.
5: Good to know. Well, I don't want to keep you for much longer.
3: Okay. Love you, Dad.
0: Love you, too. Jacqueline smiles warmly, gives Sebastian a hug, and then walks off. Sebastian then takes a sip of his coffee. Back at Jacob's Winery in the CEO office. Granddad, I love you. You have always been there
5: for me in my hour of need. When I wanted to drop out of law school, you were the one who told me to soldier on. You've always been strong for me and the whole family. I just, I wish that you would let someone be strong for you.
4: Gwendolyn, I will always support you. And I always will be strong for this family, but I don't need for you to be so dramatic, I'm fine. I am a kick-ass lawyer.
5: I read body language every day of my life. And I'm an expert at it by now. And I can tell that there's something going on with you. Damn.
4: I wish you were so good at reading people. You'd get it from your grandmother. Grandma Callista always taught me how to be confident. I miss her every day.
5: I do too. If she were here, she would want you to tell me what's going on. You know she would. I guess you're right about that. So?
0: Will you stop hiding the truth from me, Grandfather? Let's go sit down. Gwen and Lewis walk over to the sofa in the office and sit next to one another.
4: You're kind of starting to worry me. I'm sorry that I'm worrying you. It's, it's just that I thought I would not have to come clean about this. Somebody, anytime soon. Clean about what? For a few months now, I have not felt the best. I've been having a hard time making it through the days and nights. So, I went to a doctor yesterday. And? And said doctor diagnosed me with the same inoperable brain tumor that killed your
5: grandpa. Oh, my God. Grandpa. No, it's, 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 it's all right. What? It's all right?
4: Listen, listen, please. Calm down. Gwendolyn, I need you to be strong right now. I need you to listen to me. Okay. No one can find out about this. I didn't even want to tell you. Why do you want to keep this from everyone? Because Galissa's death devastated this family. Your mother left this town for months on end. She's just found happiness. You stayed in bed for a whole week. Jacqueline cried for days. I won't let this family go through all of that again.
5: Okay, but what about your treatment? How do you expect to carry on?
4: I will be able to get into many different treatment programs in order to shrink the tumor. This will at least give me a much longer lifespan than what your grandma had. This is awful. It's not fair. You know better than anyone that life isn't always fair. Gwendolyn, dear, you still haven't told me if you'll keep my secret, though. I really need you to be on my side. I need someone to be in my corner.
5: Uh, I don't know if I can...
4: Oh, but I think you can keep the secret. You're a strong woman, my dear. You are stronger than you know. And in time, I'll tell the rest of the family, I just need time to figure all of this
5: out. You promise you'll come clean soon?
0: I promise. Wynne leans her head on Lewis's shoulder.
5: (sighs) Fine, I'll keep your secret. Thank you.
0: This has been Heritage. Created by Galen Roberts and KCS Hutchison. Written by KCS Hutchison and Galen Roberts. Co executive producers KCS Hutchison and Galen Roberts. Narrated by KCS Hutchison. Sound effects and music provided by Soundstripe and Fessaline Studios. This episode starred Karen Knebel as Daphne Jacobs Tanner, Diana Collins as Marsha Livingston. Ron Schnitger as Lewis Jacobs, Emmy Morgan as Gwendolyn Dufrain Kaplan, Matthew Preston as Sebastian Dufrain, Ashley Stewart as Jacqueline Dufresne, Benjamin Bryant as Derek Livingston, Bruce Van Griffin as Mitchell Livingston, Candace Mack as Mackenzie Foster, Michael Carr as George Kaplan, with Christina Sullivan as Nerissa Lascar as Tanner, and Brett Lawrence as Franklin Tanner. Heritage is recorded remotely via Zoom video communications. Join us again for an all-new episode of Heritage on your favorite podcast streaming platform.